From the KLYT Broadcast Studios is ABQ Connect. Your input on today's topic is important to us. Join in the conversation by calling 505-338-5790 or text 505-585-LIVE. ABQ Connect. Well, we're glad to have you along with us. Uh, A reminder that uh, a couple things happened. Calvary Church, I want to let you know, which by the way, uh, if your church organization uh, has an event you want uh, a megaphone for, we want to hear about Talk about uh, plenty of things happening at Calvary and other churches. Uh, so send the details to uh, studio at klyt.fm, uh, and then listen for the details here. Now, uh, a couple things I want to let you know about. First of all, uh, the East Mountain Calvary Satellite Campus interest. Um, driving in uh, from the you know through the canyon. Uh, to get to Calvary or maybe going up to Santa Fe, uh, and uh, there's some interest, uh, and they're going to be meeting February 25th, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, at the Vista Grande Community Center in Sandia Park on Highway 14 in La Madera. Uh, that's at 11 a.m. on Sunday, February 25th. So if you'd like to be part of the satellite campus in the, the East Mountain area, come on out for that interest meeting. Find out more. You'll see the details at calvarynm.church. And then uh, on the main campus in Albuquerque on Osuna, west of Jefferson, this weekend, uh, the worship music will be led by uh, For King and Country. Uh, and you're invited to come out for one of the services, whether it's uh, tomorrow night at 6.30 or morning at 9 or 11 o'clock. It'll be uh, the worship led by For King and Country and a message from Nate Heitzig. So join us for that over the weekend. Look for details uh, and more at calvarynm.church. Welcoming into you, uh, Travis Yoakum. He's the Vice President of Operations and Development uh, for the ranches here in New Mexico. And uh, Travis, it's been too long. Haven't seen you since last year. It's uh, Yeah, it seems like this last three months has been its whole year by itself. Right? Yeah, plenty. <laughs> and we, got, we have plenty to talk about. Lots of exciting things happening at the ranches. Uh, but before we get there... Uh, I want to direct our our listeners to your website, theranches.org. And uh, Travis, uh, many of our listeners are very familiar uh, with the ministry and uh, the work being done out there. Uh, But uh, for those not familiar, uh, maybe a little bit of the history and and, uh, the vision of what's happening at the ranches. Yeah, so um, the ranches is... uh created in 1944 as a response to World War II. Um, So you had a lot of um, young males um, who were fatherless um, post-war. And so they were looking for an opportunity to kind of teach them how to grow, how to be young men, how to develop into uh, cowboys and ranchers, essentially. Um, And so as the years have progressed, uh, we've turned into um, a group home a residential group home for what are at-risk teens, which yeah. is kind of a um, controversial term. Uh, we like to label things as a society with a variety of name tags and things uh, that people can't get away from. Um, but so there, we have 12 to 18-year-old teenagers um, who are having behavioral issues at home, uh, educational issues, um, legal troubles, things like that, that they're trying to escape, trying to create new patterns, right. break generational cycles. 
um, and, and they're trying their, to do those things. Whether with their birth family or adoptive family or foster family, uh, you kind of see it all out there, don't you? Yeah. So we some of the kids are um, input into our program voluntarily through uh, their birth parents. We have a lot of um, kids who are not only dealing with the struggles of being adopted, but then being given up on by their adoptive parents. So now they're struggling with this idea that, is it them? Are they not good enough? Is there this thing where, and we really kind of try and teach them how to accept responsibility for the things that they did because no kid gets there from being a, you know, a straight A student from being just on a roll level board school. Like this isn't, that's not our program. And so we have to really dive in and get to the nuts and bolts of the situation and and dissect it with the kids of where did they go wrong? What did they want? What was a proper expectation from the situation they were in? And and uh, kind of dissect all of those things and create uh, more of a, a natural reality than maybe something that they've portrayed to themselves throughout their entire life. Okay, and now you say 1944, the and and back then it was the boys ranch, uh, boys ranch of New Mexico, uh, and 1982. Uh, Along come the girls. Yeah. So um, in 82, we uh, expanded the program. Uh, we had a, a girls ranch in Lamy, New Mexico. Uh-huh. Um, and just off of uh, Highway 25 and the Lamy exit up there just past Santa Fe. Um, and actually, um, if anyone's interested, that property is back on the market. Uh, through us, so we're selling that property. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so, so the girls' ranch were up there, um, and then in '08, uh, we actually consolidated from having the boys at '07 um, or '08. It was the boys' ranch and the girls' ranch, and we consolidated everyone to the same campus. Okay. Okay. In <clears throat> in general, uh, where's that in New Mexico? Um, so it's south of Belen, okay. um, about 25 miles, uh, very rural, yeah. which is uh, extremely good for us. Um, it's uh, quite comical to take a group of inner city kids who struggle with um, you know, adapting to the city life and say, hey, have you heard of 4-H? Have you heard of yeah. tending to animals? We're going to be up at six in the morning. Like These are things we're going to- I love it. And so um, it is. it is a really good thing. It teaches them- uh, you know, empathy towards an animal, watching a kid click and go, oh, yeah, wait a second. That's how I act. Uh, and they're like, uh, uh. And they're like, why won't this animal listen to me? Why won't they just listen to what I'm telling it to do? And you're always kinda, hungry. You just sit back and they smirk. make a mess. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just sit back and smirk. And you say, man, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I love that. And, and for those listening, I knew this, uh, but it's a ranch. Uh, there's. Uh, what a great place. And boy, what a culture shock, though. I mean, basically is what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, um, the entire ranch is located on 2,400 acres of um, beautiful New Mexico um, terrain. And so we got mountains. We got wetlands. We got uh, we raise some birds. We got elk that come through. We have mule deer. And so giving these kids an experience um, that's different which is really what our program's all about is saying, hey, your family, your history says that you might think you only have one path. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're trying to say is 
There's hundreds of paths out there. You could go into the trades, and there's 25 different trades that you can go into. You can go to school, get a degree in whatever field you want to study. Not only that, but how many film producing or radio producing or TV, and then there's hundreds of jobs that support the people that you see on TV or hear on the radio and, and having those and being like, oh, that's an option. And so just being a being able to provide that as something that is possible is, changes hundreds of lives. Yeah. Well, okay. Now, not to go squirrel, you know, way off. Absolutely. Uh, but, but uh, you know, uh, almost, I don't know, a lot of the guys, maybe gals too, listening, are like, okay, so elk. Uh, on your uh, so it, and it's they come on to the ranch's property. Mm-hmm. Can you get tags? Absolutely, we can get tags. We have a raffle out right now. <laughs> no, um, I mean, do, does the, do the do the kids? Do. You guys eat backstrap out there? Uh, we, most of the backstrap we get is uh, eat on site is donated. Oh, okay, um, but that is uh, that's one of the life cycles that people get to see. Is you know, so I went right for the fillet. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want that back shoulder. No. Um, no, but so, but in all seriousness, what a great place for these uh, uh, kids that are having difficult times, uh, and uh, you know, boys and girls, uh, twelve to seventeen, uh, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of the kids are out there for a time. Now, some are, you know, those are formidable years. When when, when I was looking on the website, I saw twelve to seventeen. I thought, man, I mean, that that's when you're, that's growing up. You know, that's very. Uh, important years, uh, and uh, I'm imagining some of the kids are there for a time, and some of them are really almost raised at the ranches. Is that true? Yeah. So we have um, we just had a uh, fellow graduate uh, who was in our program for four years. So okay. he got with us uh, when he was 13. He yeah. just graduated, and he decided to go into the Navy. So he's finishing up some Good of his him. boot camp stuff now. Um, his sister is actually in our program now as well. Um, she came into our, she's been there for four and a half years yeah. and she's got another year and a half until she's 18. So, so this, this is a place, depending on the situation, uh, you know, where people think about, well, uh, siblings staying together. Is, is that not uncommon? Um, so we currently have three pairs of siblings. Okay. Um, so it's definitely a possibility. It's definitely an option. Right. Um, one thing that's really cool about our program um, is it is a voluntary program. Yeah. So um, both the parents and the child have to say, this is something that we want. Okay. We want to grow. We want to do something different. We don't want this outcome that has we've created at home. And so when once you have that commitment from everyone – then it's really a team process with everyone with us, with the guardians and with the resident to say, hey, let's do something different. Let's look for a different opportunity. And I know for the two kids that I just mentioned, um, it it was a great service to have their sibling to – to be able to relate, to be able to go through some of those therapy sessions together and to be able to hit some counseling and, you know, build that relationship with each other. They might not feel as if they have some familial support outside, yeah. but that sibling bond that they've been able to enhance. And when they first got here, when they first got to us, they weren't exactly teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were fighting more than they were supporting. Mm-hmm. And so getting them to a point now where they're supporting each other more than they're fighting, 
um, it, it's been really cool to watch. Uh, that I imagine. So uh, there's the families. You know, there's clearly uh, you mentioned three uh, pair, you know, siblings that are, that are there. But then for some kids, uh, I'm going to imagine it maybe is really the first family setting they've really ever experienced in a healthy way. Yeah, the amount of kids that will fight us on a normal, healthy environment because it's uncomfortable um, is astounding. So um, one of the important parts of our program, uh, when we have the cottages, when we have the exterior gates, like we don't want fences. We don't want barbed wire. We don't want cameras everywhere. We want a home environment. We don't want an institution. We want to say, hey, these are house parents. We know they're not your parents. But they're going to fill that role right now. So we're going to sit down. We're going to have dinner together. We're going to enjoy each other. Our free time is going to be spent together. When we have a conflict, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to hash this out together. We're going to respect each other. We're going to care about each other. I'm not asking you to like each other. I'm saying that right now, this is respectful. This is kind. This is what's best for our family here in this cottage. So let's sit down and work through it together. And the amount of kids that are trying to recreate the environment that they came from, which they they've named or described as toxic only because it's comfortable and it's a, it's a creature we're creatures of habit. And so once you get into those habits and trying to create that environment back, it's, it's a slippery slope and trying to really fight those things. And like we, I mentioned already breaking those generational cycles, doing something different than what you had done to you or signing up and saying, hey, I'm not going to be okay with some of the abuse that I went through as a kid. And so it's going to end now. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, as I I mentioned to you, uh, uh, next month, uh, the ranches will be the uh, featured New Mexico ministry. uh, So our listeners will be hearing uh, spots throughout the month. Uh, and uh, look, I'll be transparent. I'm looking for a 15 second soundbite, but I'll, I'll uh, at the same time educate that listener who just tuned in. In about 15 seconds, uh, give me the uh, what we hope to do is is reach out to kids who blank. Uh, so by the time you know that they've encountered what we do, they blank. Yeah. So what we hope to do in our program is we hope to be. Um, a positive role model for kids to be and an example to say, this is what my family should look like. This is what I want as a husband. This is what I want as a wife, as a um, as a parent. This is what I want to recreate. And so when they leave our program, we want them to have life skills to be able to really grow and adapt in any situation that they need to. You're pretty good at this, Travis. <laughs> my my siblings always told me I had a face for radio, so uh, it makes sense. Listen, if you just tuned in, we're visiting with Travis Yoakum. Uh, he's the Vice President of Operations and Development at the Ranches uh, in New Mexico. And uh, those uh, uh, boys and girls that uh, are at the Ranches uh, have got some great experiences. We're going to let you know a little bit about what's going on, a little more about what's going on coming up at the Ranches and how you can get involved when we come back from the break on abq connect all right thanks for tuning in we're in the midst of a conversation with travis yokum he's the vice president of operations and development at the ranches uh uh rekindling hope for uh, at-risk youth uh, since 1944 it says on the website go to the ranches.org for details uh we got about seven minutes uh, left travis and i, I want to cover some of the stuff coming up that's real important to you guys uh 
we mentioned that the boys' ranches started in 1944, uh, and then, of course, the girls' uh, ranches uh, back in 1982, and now they're at one location as the ranches. But uh, 1944, 80 years ago, uh, and uh, there's a celebration coming up uh, this summer. Yes. So uh, in August, uh, we'll be uh, hosting our 80th year reunion. Um, is entirely um, a, a unfathomable to be able to, as, as an employee of the organization for the last almost four years, um, the impact that we've had as my wife and I, um, to be able to spread that over 76 other years, um, I'm excited. Uh, I, I get to meet previous staff, uh, residents, um, and really get all of those things together. And so, yeah, in August, we'll be hosting our 80th reunion uh, on site and on the ranch's site just south of Berlin. Okay, so if someone's listening, they are either a former resident or staff member or they know someone who was. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is the information going to be posted on the ranches.org? Yeah, so everything will be posted up on our website. Uh, we'll have everything out, ready to go. Uh, we started the planning process, getting some food, getting some tables, tents, yeah. um, getting hay rides, and uh, getting all the buildings spruced up. Um, to be able to uh, host everybody. I think the last one, when we had our 75th, um, we hit something like five to 700 people Nice um, that came. So we're hoping for a, a good turnout as well. All right. You should raise a barn. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and now uh, there's a, a new cottage in the works. Yeah. So we, uh, we were fortunate to receive um, some money from the Beatty family. Um, and when we received that, we wanted to look at expanding our program um, reach. Um, and so there's a lot of information and uh, production on that um, on our website, as well as um, on our social media pages um, under the New Mexico Boys and Girls Ranches. And so you can follow along with that building process, but it, it's um, hopefully and scheduled to be done for our 80th reunion. So we're hoping to have oh, nice. all of that completed. We can do a nice open house yeah. um, and get everybody in there. And we'll go from a uh, capacity of 38 residents to 48. Um, so it'll spread our reach across the state of New Mexico greatly as well. Okay, so I'm kind of a, I'm on the website right now mm-hmm. uh, uh, at theranches.org, and there's a carousel, a slideshow mm-hmm. uh, on the homepage. Is this the new cottage? That is okay. the new cottage. Uh, so if you go to the homepage at theranches.org, uh, you'll see that slideshow. It's actually there's three different uh, pictures on that carousel. It's the one in the middle, uh, but uh, nice. Uh, it looks great, man. I want to move in. Uh, <laughs> uh, now you you mentioned house parents, and that's something you've done. Yes, uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, you know I was talking with another ministry that does something similar. Uh, can't be easy to find the just the right people. Uh, uh, problem, and maybe there's plenty of willing hearts, but uh, it's so important that uh, um, you know the the vetting process going through that. Uh, however. Uh, you know, maybe maybe someone's listening. Maybe today's the hand of prov- you know the hand of Absolutely. providence going to be at work, and uh, we find someone uh, that uh, is ready to step up as house parents. If someone's interested in that, uh, what would you encourage them to do? Um, so first off, I would encourage them to talk to their spouse. Um, <laughs> it is um, the joke that we make is that you never read in the Bible about how God worked with His spouse. Um, it is challenging. Um, you you no longer get to decide how your day went 
when your spouse lives it right next to you. Yeah. Um, so there's two different perspectives. It's very challenging, um, but more so even more rewarding. And, um, and so having the opportunity to work with my wife and have my kids with us, uh, we were house parents for over two years. Okay. Um, and we were on a cottage full of teenage girls. Um, so such an absolute blessing, um, being in touch with them, the, the lifelong impact that we'll have on that specific group, um, is unimaginable. Uh, and, uh, I'm imagining if you don't already have it, there's gotta be a need for, uh, just even respite, uh, uh, house parents so what we do is we have we hire house parents and yeah. so we have house parents and then we have associate house parents uh the associate house parents fill in it's on a 10-4 schedule so 10 days on four days off yeah and the house parents are in for 10 days and then off for four same with the associates but they work on campus doing operations medical um appointments with with 38 kids you know you're, yeah. you're trying to get appointments and things delivered and you know as raw as we are it's it's a 45 minute drive to a healthcare appointment and yeah. trying to get those things uh we also have do school on site we cook on site we do agriculture on site we do all kinds of things um, that those associate house parents do on the other six days where they're not in the cottage. All right. Well, listen, if you, if you just tuned in, uh, we've been visiting with uh, uh, the vice president of operations and development, Travis Yoakum, with the ranches. Go to theranches.org for details. And, and then the final thing we want to make sure to mention uh, is uh, what kind of needs there are, whether they're financial, material, uh, or prayer. Absolutely. So, um, 80 years, right? We said um, privately funded the entire time. Uh, we we do not accept government money. Um, we do not take tax dollars. We are solely privately funded by donors. Um, and so that financial contribution is a huge um, opportunity for our organization to expand, to be able to pay the bills and provide an adequate program um, for our residents here in the state of New Mexico. And so um, financial is always huge. I will absolutely never turn down a prayer. Those are some of the greatest blessings I've ever received. And, and specificity on prayer. Is there anything right now that, that, that stands out like uh, the listeners can kind of focus on in that area? Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the expansion. Uh, the expansion is a huge ordeal. We're going to be inviting uh, more house parents, more residents, more vendors. But with that, you got more mouths. You got more staff to feed. You got more medical insurance to provide. You've got all of these things that we provide as an employer that are huge expenses along with liability insurance. People never think about that one. But the, the things that we incur as an organization to try and provide what the Bible tells us to provide, which is safe, tender care for orphans and widows. And then you get into society and they say, well, you could get sued. So make sure you have this and make sure you have that and make sure you're protected here. And so um, all of those expenses go up. And so, I mean, obviously it's, it's unchartered territory for us, um, but it is a absolute blessing and a challenge um, that is uh, beyond rewarding for us as employees. All right. Well, Travis, thanks so much. And uh, as always, open door. Uh, if you if you need a megaphone, man, we we got to get you guys in here sooner. Uh, but uh, you're always welcome, and we appreciate the work you're doing there. 
And I look forward to hearing uh, uh, how things go next month as we feature uh, the ranches uh, throughout the month. Uh, You'll hear spots running to remind our listeners about the work being done. And thank you so much for the opportunity both today and for next month. It is a a, a great honor to be able to be recognized by y'all and the great work that you guys do. All right. Thanks, Travis. Hey, stick around. Coming up uh, in about 15 minutes, uh, we'll get to our Friday financial update with Brian Cochran from John Moore Associates. Uh, And in our next segment, uh, we typically get an update from the Heritage Foundation with Genevieve Wood. Uh, But uh, Genevieve taking the day uh, off. She's actually working, just doing something else. We're going to actually visit a podcast uh, done at uh, uh, DailySignal.com, the Daily Signal podcast, which is uh, the news outlet for the Heritage Foundation, and an interview with a couple of the cast members uh, from The Chosen in the upcoming season. We'll get to that next on ABQ Connect. 